Hey y'all, welcome to the flow. Make sure that you are following the CDC guidelines for COVID prevention and safety. We're all going to do our part to get through this with God's help. And we're helping you here on the flow as well. Stay safe, everybody, and stay connected. Thanks for joining me in the flow. Hey y'all, welcome back to the flow. We're going to try to flow through some issues that folks have with fear let's talk about fear today fear is a it's a universal problem basically everyone's got fear at some point from infancy to the grave our whole entire life will experience all kinds of fear or uh insecurities yeah i um i do the flow <laughs> um atl traffic lady i do traffic reports i've been a broadcaster forever and I also am a professor, so I teach public speaking classes at several colleges uh, here in the Atlanta metro area. And one of the things I ask my students in this pu- public speaking classes, first day, you know, I just try to find out who's who and what's what and where everybody stands. Just find out if they've had public speaking uh, course before and I ask them, uh, are they comfortable? speaking in public. So I'll say, how many are really comfortable speaking in public? Maybe one person might raise their hand or two. How many are sort of okay speaking in public? And maybe one person or two will raise their hand and I'll say, how many people have a fear of speaking in public? And pretty much most of the rest of the class, more than a majority, a super majority of the class will raise their hand. Maybe 90% of the class has some fear of public speaking. And it's a real thing that people have as a fear. So I try to teach them techniques to overcome the fear and let them know that, hey, one of the biggest fears in humans is the fear of public speaking, believe it or not. So uh, that's something that happens with a lot of people. And I, I give them techniques to try to overcome the fear and also techniques to uh, deal with it if they still have that nervousness. How do you deal with the nervousness while you're doing it? But, you know, going back to just fear in general, got to think about it. Most of our fears end up being unfounded, even though they are not necessarily things that we should really be fearing. They kind of just keep with us all the time. They end up weakening our hearts. They sometimes will rob us of our peace of mind or you know, take all our energy away. I'm sometimes locked in fear. Sometimes I'll speak for myself if it's not you. Uh, hinder your work. They could even erode your relationships. You're stuck in fear, right? That happens. And the thing is, we're in the flow and we're talking about Christ. Only Jesus can set us free from the bondage of fear. And it's a bondage, bondage of fear. If you speak biblically, talk about God, the commander of the heavenly armies is here among us. He's here. He's a present help. Jesus, who has all authority in heaven and in earth, has promised to be with us always, even to the end of the world. So we need not fear no matter what happens. So you think about Psalm 46 or Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So we're looking at a biblical perspective on fear. We need not fear no matter what happens, right? So if you're a Christian and you're having fear, you know you need not fear. Let's say you're you're watching and you're not a Christian and you're considering Christianity or, or not, thinking about it. 
not sure. But if you're someone who doesn't trust Christ yet as your Lord and Savior, I'd say you'd have a good reason to fear. Revelations 20, 10 through 15. Uh, I would love for you, if you're not trusting Christ yet, to open the door of your heart. Let Jesus come in. Invite Jesus into your heart. Become a Christian. That's one way to have life eternal, right? Think about your soul salvation and eternal life. But if you trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have no reason to fear. Easy to say, Stephanie. (laughs) You don't know what I'm dealing with. I'm a Christian and I still have fear. Well, the Christian really has no reason to live in fear. No reason at all. You know, there are really some steps that you can take to overcome fear and enjoy that real freedom in Christ. A lot like the steps that I would teach my students in the colleges about how to overcome their fear of public speaking. So let's talk about ways that we can overcome fear. I'm going to give you three steps to overcome fear. The first one is to identify. The second one is ask. And the third thing is to claim. Identify, ask, and claim. Three steps to help overcome fear. Identify, ask, and claim. All right, so the first step is identify. Identify the fear. What is the fear that you're having? You can't really expect to win the battle over this fear until you've really first identified the actual enemy there. Oftentimes, we are just allowing vague, undefined fears to immobilize us. Why aren't you doing so-and-so? Oh, I'm scared to do it. Well, why, why are you scared to do it? I don't know. I'm just scared to do it. But I think that if you really, really drill down to what is the actual fear that you have, I'm scared it's going to fail. I'm scared people are going to laugh at me. I'm scared it's not going to work. I'm scared of what people will think. I'm scared of whatever, right? So drill down. Keep asking yourself, what is the fear? Why do I fear that? Why do I think that? And then find out, what is it that really is the fear? you got to identify it if you, can, if you want to overcome it. You can't overcome it without identifying it. So step one, identify the fear. Again, we're talking about three steps to help overcome fear. Identify the fear. Step number two is to ask. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? So in my public speaking students, they identify the fear. I'm scared that people will laugh at me or I'm scared they'll judge me. And that's their fear. What's the worst thing that could happen? They need to ask themselves that. So you ask yourself that about your fear. What's the worst thing that could happen? Is it really that bad? Or has the mind created a frightening but uh, really not so dangerous monster out of it, right? got to think about it. What's the worst thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen about what it is that you fear doing or dealing with? Difficult relationship, you need to break it off. What's the worst thing that could happen? If you are being led by God to start your own business in this COVID-19 environment, but you're scared, What's the worst thing that could happen? you got to ask yourself. Sometimes when we think through the ramifications of our situation, we're going to end up wondering, 
Why were we ever so scared? What were we so terrified about? That thing that I fear, is it a monster or a mouse? Is it really that big to fear it that much? Sometimes it just gets bigger and bigger the more we think about it and we kind of forget the, the, the grain that it was at first. Right? So you got to think about what is the worst thing that could happen about this thing that I fear. All right. So again, three steps to help overcome fear. Identify, ask, and claim. Identify the fear. That's number one. What is it that I fear? Really drill down to what the actual thing is, not an overall general thing. Very specific. And what's the worst thing that could happen in that fear? That's number two. Number three, claim. Claim God's truth in his word. Claim God's truth in his word. Jesus said, the truth will set you free in John 8 and 32. So go ahead and claim the truth that best fits your particular situation. Well, what do I claim? I don't know, Steph, what am I claiming? Well, let's say you fear new responsibilities and challenges. You can claim Joshua 1, 5 through 9. When you fear enemies and dangerous situations, you can claim Psalm 23 and 4 or Psalm 27, 1 through 3. When you fear natural disasters and war, claim Psalm 46. God is our refuge and our strength, a tested help in times of trouble, and so we need not fear, right? When you fear spiritual battles, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 will help. If you're fearing interpersonal relationships, just can't deal with these people. 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. Check that out. And here's a serious one. If you're fearing death, go to 1 Corinthians 15, 54 through 57. 1 Corinthians 15, 54 through 57. And also 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. And the big one here, if you fear the unknown, you know we are in an unknown scenario here with COVID-19, coronavirus, global pandemic. We don't know what is going to happen next. We're following the science, of course. But moreover, we're counting on God to get us through this. In the unknown, you can claim the word of God to fit the situation, Psalm 23, 23rd Psalm. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid, for you're close beside me, guarding, guiding all the way. That's Psalm 23 and 4. If you claim the 23rd Psalm and you fear the unknown, that should help. But again, fear is a universal problem. From the time we're born to the time we move on. We are going to experience all kinds of fears and insecurities, and it's quite normal. However, you can overcome it. Again, the three steps we talked about today to help overcome fear. Identify, ask, claim. I-A-C. Identify, ask, claim. I always like to use mnemonic devices to help my students remember. I'll help you remember. I-A-C. <laughs> I-A-C. Identify, ask, claim. Identify the fear. Drill down to its lowest common denominator. What is it really that I'm fearing? Ask. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen if I actually go through with this or if I actually face this fear? What's the worst thing that could happen? That way you're informed. Don't be making up stuff in our minds about 
terrible things that won't even happen. What's the worst thing that could really happen? Let's go to the worst, and then we'll go back from there. Number three, claim. Claim God's truth in his word. And again, I gave you some scriptures that you can claim different truths in God's word when you fear different things. And again, 23rd Psalms, when you're fearing the unknown. I want to pray for you that Jesus Christ will set you free from all of your fears, all of your loved ones' fears, set them free, and that he'll be using you to give courage to others. Right? Let God use you to give courage to others. You're going to overcome your fear, and then when you overcome it, you can help other people overcome theirs. So be used by God to help other people overcome their fear. Remember the three steps to help overcome fear. IAC, identify, ask, claim. Identify the fear, ask what is the worst thing that could happen. Claim God's truth in his word. I love you guys. I want to encourage you to overcome your fears. Overcome your fears. John 16, 33 says, I have told you all this so that you will have peace of heart and mind. And that's what I'm hoping for you and praying for you all today. It's Stephanie Stallworth, the ATL Traffic Lady, helping you today to flow through the fear. We can do it. We can do this. I-A-C. Identify. Ask. Claim. Let's do it. And let's do it well. And then help somebody else. Let God use you as you head on through this week. Thanks for joining me in The Flow. It's time to go into the kitchen for Cooking in the Flow with Chef Troy B., your personal chef. I hope you're hungry. Today he's hooking us up with a spinach, goat cheese, sausage, egg scramble. Happy Monday. You're cooking in the flow. Hey, Chef. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Hey, thank you for welcoming me into your home once again. Any day above ground is a good day. Hey, welcome to Cooking in the Flow. And my name is Chef Troy B., and I'm your personal chef. And we have a great, simple recipe for you to uh, try out. But before I get started, I'd like to cast my vision. My vision is to strengthen, renew, and restore interpersonal relationships through the sharing of meals and the joy of cooking. And now that that vision is cast, let me tell you what we're going to cook today. So today we're just doing a simple egg scramble. This is like entry level until you get comfortable making your omelets. We just do a simple little egg scramble. We're going to do a sausage, uh, spinach, and goat cheese and uh, we're gonna have a good time with it. So come on over and I'll show you the ingredients. So I have some spinach I chopped up. I'm using pork breakfast sausage this morning. This is two patties I just uh, chopped up real coarse. And then I got some goat cheese and I'm using two eggs. So you can use two or three eggs. Today we're just gonna use two eggs, uh, but you know, any number of eggs will do. So I love scrambled eggs. I think scram scrambled eggs are great all the time. So let's get started. I'm gonna get my pan hot. Probably going over like a medium heat right there. So nice little medium, not too hot, not too cold. We're gonna get that started. Now anytime you uh, sauteing or you're browning anything, you wanna get your pan hot before you start adding your ingredients. It helps things cook faster and get a better, uh, better result out. So although I'm using uh, pork sausage, I'm gonna add just a little bit of oil. And this is just a regular, just plain old olive oil. Just give it a little head start. And this will let me know my pan is hot as well. So I'm using a nonstick pan today. This is a 10 inch nonstick pan. And it's 
looking good. So we're gonna add the sausage real quick. Break it up into little pieces. And while that's getting brown, I'm gonna go wash my hands. Real quick. So we got that going in the pan. Now let me know how you like your eggs. I like eggs all different ways. Uh, scramble, poach. Uh, let me know what kind of what kind of breakfast you like to like for me to show you, and we can do it. Anything is possible because I live in that realm. So this will take no time to brown out. This is uh, you know, if you just want to do, you get time to just eating regular scrambled eggs. This is a good little alternative. And um, it's great because you can, you've got little leftover things in your refrigerator. It's a great way to get rid of leftovers. So you can see that's browning really quick. We're not doing anything fancy. Anytime you want to look professional, shake your skin. Little trick. <laughs> So I hope everybody's having a great Monday morning. I hope your weekend was fantastic. I hope you got some rest, recuperating. And everything's coolly cool. All right, so while that's cooking there, now I'm gonna add in my spinach. I chopped it up so it cooks a little faster. And while that's going on, I'm gonna scramble my eggs. You see this goes really fast. So scramble my two eggs. And if you ever get a shell in your eggs, use the shell to get it out. They're like magnets. So that's where you go. That looks real nice. So I'm gonna use my fork. Whisk these eggs up real quick. There. So now that my eggs are in there, I'm going to add just a touch of salt, not too much, a little bit of black pepper. I'm going to scramble these up, and now I'm going to add a little goat cheese. Goat cheese is made from goat's milk, gives it a nice creamy little tartness. Now if you wanted to, if you had some, uh, some taco shells, the soft ones, you can make a couple tacos out of this. You can make this into a burrito. These are done. Put the plate down. That's why you want a nonstick pan. Easy cleanup. And there you go. Add a little toast, a little cup of coffee, and yo, your morning is now awesome. It was awesome before, but now it's super awesome. And just a simple little Nothing fancy, just some eggs, a little sausage, a little spinach, and there you go. Hey, it's an easy egg scramble. And I want to thank you for joining me this morning. Hey, join me next week at 6.30 a.m. on the flow. I'm your chef, personal chef, Chef Troy B., and this is Cooking with the Flow. Be blessed and bon appetit. Hey, y'all, that's Chef Troy B., your personal chef, cooking in the flow. I'm so excited. Welcome to our team, Chef Troy B. You can find him 
on social media at Chef underscore Troy B. That's Chef underscore Troy B. Or check his website, IGotTheDishes.biz. That's IGotTheDishes.biz. Don't forget to like and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Chef Troy B., welcome on board. We're so happy to have you in the Flow Fam. We'll see you next week with your brand new cooking segment. Thanks for joining us, Chef Troy B. We're cooking in the flow. We are often told, God loves you. But what does that really mean? That some impersonal force galaxies away may consider you from time to time? Or that you are a single drop in a vast ocean of humanity and God cares for all of it? There are billions of lives, billions of stories. Can we really believe He has great destinies planned for all of them? Surely the ruler of the universe has more important affairs than to notice the needs of one singular individual. But hear this, nothing could be further from the truth. When God says, I love you, it means that He crafted every detail of your being. Your every feature is His perfect design. His mind perceives your worries and your thoughts. His heart is broken by your pain. You are His child, created in His image. Your value exceeds all the riches of earth. Your worth extends beyond the stars. And though you may be unaware, He's carefully constructing the events of your life to build His kingdom. If you are willing, He can and will achieve wonders through your hands. It is the deepest passion, the most meaningful promise. It is your security, your hope, and your future. It is the truth beyond doubt. God loves you. Yes, God loves you. Accept God in your heart today as your Lord and personal Savior. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God that he suffered and died on the cross to save us from our sins. He rose from the dead and he sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. It's so easy and such a wonderful change of life for you. And just get yourself a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior. So if you just say, Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross to save us from our sins and you rose again from the dead. And I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Believe that you've been saved and go ahead and find yourself a wonderful church and a place to fellowship. Of course, we're in COVID-19, that makes it more difficult, but everyone's streaming online. There's lots of ways to interact with some folks out there. Check them out on their social media, their Facebook pages. Churches have all of those. And it's just a nice way to connect with some folks while we're stuck here in the quarantine times. Won't you take the Lord's hand today?
From home? Who can work from home? Me. And you can too. Just go to whocanworkfromhome.me. That's whocanworkfromhome.me. Times are tough during this global pandemic. Many employers are allowing workers to work from home. Some will continue that trend. And some won't. You can work from home right now through the COVID-19 crisis and continue when conditions improve. I mean, most of us are used to being home now. Even if you are not. Starting or continuing to work from home would be super convenient especially now that most of our kids are going to school virtually. Working for yourself from home would also be a great help if you are at home caring for a loved one. Become a virtual call center representative with a Christ-centered company. Log on to who can work from home. Dot. Me. Right now. And start working from home. Earn income as a virtual call center rep. From the comfort of your home. Grab your phone or device. Go online and type in. Who can work from home? Dot. Me. Get the ball rolling. Today. Again. That's. Who can work from home? Dot. Me. Who can work from home? Dot. Me. That's all it takes to get started. Say it with me. Go online. Then. Say it to yourself. Who can work from home? Dot. Me. Who can work from home? Dot. Me. Hey y'all, it's Stephanie Stallworth. I don't know about you, but for me, we're here in the coronavirus pandemic. I've been thinking a lot about my health, a lot about weight loss. You know, you pick up those coronavirus pounds, a lot about vitality, well-being, uh, my performance and ability to uh, be at my best, and even ways to make money from home, right? So wealth creation, that's the whole thing as well. I got a website I want you to check out. It's stephaniestallworth.isogenics.com, stephaniestallworth.isogenics.com, and check it out. See if there's something on there for you to help your weight loss goals, your vitality, your well-being, your performance, or if you need a way to create some wealth for yourself. You can check all that out on my Isogenics program website. Be glad to see you there on the web. Join me as we journey to wellness. It's Isogenics, the art of well-being. to invite you to be part of the flow i'd love for you to send us your videos here if you want to be part of the monday motivation millennial moment you have a motivational uh, word for some folks out there young folks that's for you and the rest of us yeah we're young too but anyone else who has a good testimony or something you'd like to share send it to us on the video our email is the flow television at gmail.com looking forward to having you join us on the flow we'll feature some of your videos on the show on monday mornings it's stephanie stallworth you're in the flow